0: Welcome to another episode of Money You Should Ask. I'm your host, Bob Wheeler, and in this episode, we're going to explore, question, examine, converse, dig deep, expose, laugh, and cry about the money beliefs, money blocks, and life challenges of our next guest. Turn up the volume, listen, learn, and laugh. I must say, today's podcast is sponsored by The Money Nerve, your source for financial education. The Money Nerve is releasing a new online course, The Course to Financial Freedom, coming April 2020, so be sure and check out the website website themoneynerve.com and sign up for financial freedom today. So I'm excited because I have a guest today who is an licensed, I was going to say an acupuncturist, but it's a licensed acupuncturist, yes, a senior universal DAO instructor, which I'll be curious about. Um, but I would say overall, you're an entrepreneur. You are not working for the man and you are not engaged in a nine to five lifestyle. Um, please welcome Lauren Johnson. Thank you for having me. I always want to say Lauren Reed Johnson. That's my middle but name. But... It is your middle name. So Lauren Johnson, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. So you 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 have been so
1: you're, you, you live in LA now. I mean, you live in California. I do. I've just returned. But you, were, you grew up in Texas? I did. I grew up in Texas. I spent most of my life in California. Okay. I consider myself to have grown up and woken up okay. in California. I went back to Texas for acupuncture school because my family's there, okay. and um, it was about half the price. Okay. And
0: then where were you born?
1: I was born in Michigan. Michigan. The hand. Okay. So you've been...
0: You've, kind of around. North, south. The, yeah. And I did
1: a little stint in uh, Asheville, North Carolina. So literally like north, south, east, west. Okay.
0: Okay. So tell me a little bit. So how is acupuncture? You get to stick needles in people, so that might be fun.
1: I'm not a sadist. It's just uh, a very time-tested medical practice, Mm -hmm. and um, it really went with my yoga training, the Tao yoga, which Mm -hmm. you know maybe we'll get to. But, um, yeah, it's just a really high-level medical practice.
0: So now did you wake up one day when you were six and said, I can't wait to get needles and do something with them? Or (laughs) did your parents say, we really want you to, like, do things around yoga and needles Definitely or not. like how, 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 did how did you what did your,
1: yeah how did that happen it was just a natural extension of teaching yoga for years and being a massage therapist for years okay and I really just wanted to understand in a more medical way the Tao which is essentially the yogic meditative evolution tradition of the Orient Okay.
0: What did your parents want you to do when you were a kid? Did they have any expectations?
1: (sighs) Yes, they did. My grandfather was a Navy SEAL, then a surgeon. Okay. So there was this kind of, okay, let's do something medical. Mm -hmm. But he also told his children, don't do Western medicine because he could see kind of the writing on the wall with profit motive, you might say. Okay. I don't know about that. So um, there was some pressure to do something that you made a lot of money doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Happiness was really not in that equation. Just make a lot of money. Just make a lot of money. That's what they want. You don't have to be happy. You don't have to be happy. Yeah. So just, just get, get wealthy. Now, do you today
0: equate happiness with money or happiness with... What do you equate happiness with?
1: I, I, I don't answer the question, first of all, because I've seen a lot of people, including my grandfather, I would even say, that they, they had a lot of money, but they didn't have the happiness because mm-hmm. most of the people I know that really make a lot of money tend not to have enough time to take enough care of themselves to be happy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so I, I wouldn't say those two are necessarily connected, but obviously there has to be a balance because if you're on the street and you can't afford to feed yourself, that's not very joy-creating either.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Now, was your mom happy around money, or what did your mom tell you? When you were a kid, what do you remember, like, the lesson?
1: About money? hmm Well, um, so my grandfather being a surgeon, my mom, you know, was kind of like country club lifestyle, mm-hmm. and so she – you know, she basically had a lot of wealthy men around her taking care of her kind of thing, oh, nice. um, which was nice. It was. Yeah. But then she um, got really, really tired of strong men telling her what to do. Mm-hmm. Right. So then she just embodied her own strength. And she's a very successful landscape architect in, oh, in, cool. te- in Texas. And, and, and I really saw her blossom just with that freedom. And, and so, um, yeah, and maybe that set an example for me to do my own thing, like you said, being an entrepreneur. And, um, and just having my own my own business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So when you were a kid, um, did you get anything you wanted? Could you say, I want this? And then you're... I was spoiled rotten. You were spoiled rotten. Yeah. So what you asked for it, you got it.
1: Pretty much. And, and growing up, you don't think when you're spoiled that you're spoiled. What is me. But in retrospect, I'm like, I wanted for nothing. I don't know anything about suffering, you know? Wow.
0: And did you have to save? Did you have to... Uh, get practical about things. I mean, was any of that education passed on to
1: you about a little bit, but that really happened more when I was out on my own, which was weeks after high school, I moved to LA from Mm -hmm. Texas. And then I kind of was dose of reality. Like, dude, you gotta say, you gotta save, you gotta plan for the future. It's not just, you know, trust fund life.
0: No. And was your mom super excited that you left for LA right after?
1: No, 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 no. no. They were, what'd they say? Like, no, no (laughs) no you can't go you can't go but they knew i was serious so they're like all right we better support you because i'm sure i don't have to tell you what happens to young men coming to la and i mean potentially eat young men for breakfast right so i think she knew that enough to to all right so they helped me for like the first year just with rent and basics and then and then i did um i was a model for a while i was a gap model i did that kind of lifestyle and I took the money I made and went through yoga training and massage training mm-hmm. and so – but I was really fortunate to have parents that, that helped me yeah. that first year.
0: And why – what um, – did you just get tired of the modeling lifestyle? I mean
1: – You know, could be I – glamorous. Didn't, I didn't mind the lifestyle, you know, because I'm – I do yoga. I'm plant-based for 20 years and it's just like, you know, I don't mind um, – because I feel like when you when you take care of yourself, you you know you you look good. If you want to look right. good, you got to feel good. So I didn't, right. I didn't mind that. What went with it to get the job, kind of like casting couch level. Uh, that pressure, which I never gave into, by the right. way. Um, I just, mm, I, yeah, that's kind of what did it for me. I was like, yeah, we'll give you this job, but here it is. And I was like, mm, yes, yeah, yeah, okay. not not not, not today, and nothing personal. Right. I I understand that's kind of how things work. Right. That's what they kept saying. That's how things work. But and plus my call to kind of evolve myself with the yogic lifestyle mm-hmm. and all of that got got really strong so I, I just again I put that money into cultivating myself. okay
0: And w- what has given you the the pathway, the energy, the wherewithal to say this is like this is the course I want to go on like how did you or how do you trust that this is where I want to land?
1: Well, in terms of my my life path and becoming mm-hmm. what I became, I was my first job in LA was as a weightlifting coach because mm-hmm. I was really into sports, ice hockey and martial arts and stuff growing up. And it just as a natural extension of that, um, I was like, you yeah, know, I know how to bulk up, but I don't really know much about like health. I don't know right. how to take, you know, immune system support, and let alone the higher calling of you could say the soul or consciousness to evolve. So it was just a natural extension of just being a fitness coach. And then I got into yoga and the more time-tested paths to fitness, you could say. Okay.
0: And then you've done some extensive um, studying of massage and you've gone to Thailand and Mm -hmm. learning from all the masters. And what was the motivation there? Was just wanting to have as much information or –
1: well um so yeah so I was a massage therapist and um and then I recognized after getting massage in Thai town that this is the ultimate massage. It's right. just like it's all in there the yoga the acupressure the massage the stretching the pain. Well <laughs> I mean, mean good pain but you're there's... getting walked on yeah, yeah but I mean for massage though it's pretty mellow. Yeah. Like shiatsu Japanese version of that tends to be oh. more hardcore. Okay. Um which I was interested in learning too but I just Thai massage really lights went off. Yeah. Um also I was getting really into meditation. Mhm. And um, Thailand is the longest unbroken lineage of culture in the world. Mm-hmm. So, yes, China's older, India's older, but they were occupied. Thailand didn't, ha- didn't have that problem basically okay. they preserve their culture longer than anyone else and that includes buddhism that's when when okay. the muslim rule was finally kicked out of uh primary the primary influence of india the, the monks in sri lanka had to go back to thailand to learn buddhism even oh, though okay. it originated in india okay so in, in other words they had a very pure strain of buddhism so when i went there i learned thai massage and i also wanted to learn buddhist meditation okay yeah cool and
0: um and then what compels you to get into
1: the acupuncture right so well s- I became a student and subsequently instructor, and now senior instructor under the most famous Taoist in the world, Grandmaster Montauk Chia. Okay. And um, is it okay if we talk about um, sexual?
0: You can talk about sexual energy. Okay, just checking. Yeah. Okay, Because most
1: because most, most yoga traditions, even the tantric and ones that deal with sexual energy, there's this right-hand path, left-hand path. Okay. They just don't address sex. It's all okay. impure. Anyway, so the Tao doesn't have that problem. Yeah. And um, the first time I went to train with Master Chia, I mean, he just, he didn't say a word. He just stands up on the stage and just start, like, through his clothes, very tastefully, just pulled on his lingam and goes, ah. And just start stretching himself out. I was like, I found my teacher, I found him, and so I just threw the through the. And it's not that I'm just only wanting sex, but just to to integrate that aspect right. into our being, because most people are fragmented. There's a big disconnect. Sex, heart, you know. And so I wanted that that integration. And so as a natural extension of practicing the Tao, I learned acupuncture because it's the medical it's the medical branch of the Tao.
0: Yeah, yeah. And is this kind of conversation you would have with your mom? Would you tell her about this kind of
1: I. I yes, frankly my mom fortunately was very open that way uh-huh. and and I and I really am grateful. I kind of had two moms, my mom and my grandmother, mm-hmm. and they were so just look, whatever's going on with you, just tell me and, and that that conversation was there and I didn't have to, you know. Right. And I'm just so grateful for that because so many people get shamed into being somebody they don't want to be and they never right. and they never grow out of it. So I, right. I owe a lot to the feminine presence in my life. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
0: And Um, where do you want to be five years from now
1: with all that you've got going on? What, what's the, is there a goal? There's a goal process versus goal, but I still have a goal and that's service. Mm -hmm. I really want to be of service because we, I mean, we've always we, we know this is a mortal engagement, this mm-hmm. human experience, but like there's so many challenges on us. Mm-hmm. Now the pressure, I call it toxicity pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, just quick soundbite 10 years ago on average there was 10 pollutants that were over the threshold of what's safe. Now there's over 500 just in 10 years. Wow. It's like how are we going to survive if you really have the medical lens, you're like I'm not sure. Yeah. So that's why I just really try to be of service and support because that you know that the only thing we can take with us i mean just to bring it to the ultimate through the, through the veil of what we call death is our virtue yeah so for me that looks like being of service and it, do you remember that early on well i mean again my grandfather was a was a medical guy mm-hmm. so i mean that was always in the family but i, I don't think he was quite as as virtue centric around it it was like right. well, let's make money and you know so right. forth so um but i do Always remember wanting to help people. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel that's when I'm the strongest. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I know, I know, I know what I can do for you, kind of right. a thing. But most people are have an easier time giving than receiving, I've come to found out. Yeah. So maybe I'm not alone there.
0: Yeah. I think that's true for a lot yeah. of people.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I'm controlling what I'm doing versus just sitting here, what are you going to do? Right. <sighs> yeah. They're in the headlights. I want to receive it. Let, let, me, me, uh, let, let me give, let me, give let me, to you. Let me give. Yeah. Let me give. And I've noticed that with people because I work with a lot of people that are very. Um, successful and they're like power brokers and stuff and it's like it's amazing like to surrender sometimes takes so much effort right like to do nothing takes a lot sometimes it is you know so it's, it's hard interesting it's hard yeah
0: um do you um as a child yeah. um do you remember any early memories around money oh like,
1: yeah i hated it
0: you hated money i hated money why'd you hate it
1: um, I, I, just, because like my dad never had time to hang out with me because he was busy making money Right. or, you know, it just always you know, it's the root of all evil today, you know, the song okay. money by Pink Floyd. It's just, right. that was my perception. I'm not saying right. that that's correct right. or that it's I still just, maintain it, but as right. yeah, that way, yeah, that was the meaning that I gave it then because it just seemed like it was the root of the suffering in my family. And it was like, you know, it just seemed like that was kind of the, yeah, the, the problem was money.
0: And do you have a memory of, of, of a big financial regret where, Oh man,
1: if I would have, yes, actually, when I got my first, um, I did four campaigns for the gap. And when I got the first one it was the most lucrative. Um, and if I would have just put my money into gold, I just like, I'm slapping myself because it was so cheap then compared right. to what it is now, right. you know? So, but no, I just, it, it's all meant to be, I was supposed to put it into teaching yoga, and, right. you know? So, but yeah, so not really.
0: So do you have a crystal ball so that you know when to invest in oh, gold? Oh, no,
1: no, no. If I did, that's not really how, as I, I mean, what we call ESP for my humble perception is just paying attention. Right. And if we were to, like, there's a lot of people that go to, like, sensitives and say, okay, tell me about the stock market. And, you know, I'd, I don't think that that's really the point of, like, even Buddha said, I'm going to teach you this practice and you're going to get psychic power, but that's not the reason I'm teaching you this practice. Right. So it would almost, in my optic, be an abuse. Okay. Of, of that power. But the short answer is no, I don't. Okay. I'd probably be really wealthy by now. <laughs> okay.
0: So money is not the motivating factor in all that you do.
1: Definitely not. It's yeah. simply a means to continue to do what I do. Yeah. Just to pay the bills. And I'm very much, my favorite hexagram in the I Ching is modesty. Just, mm-hmm. you know, simple, the universe, how does it go? It goes, the creative works to empty what is full and offer abundance to what is modest. Hmm. And I feel like in the West, because we're so, um, I don't want to say spoiled and sound judgmental, but we kind of don't. We we have a lot of goodies. We have a lot of goodies. And it's really easy to forget that. And I just try to like, you know, I don't need a hundred of those things. I just I just try to have just what I need. And like I'm trying to kind of operate on that yeah. mode. And I feel like culturally we're kind of going towards that anyway. So I'm just trying to kind of adjust to the curve before it happens. Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, as a kid, um, do you remember anything happening where you did something that had a consequence, uh, you know, around money or having things or wanting things or and and then just being like, okay, that's a that's going to be a decision that's that's going to have an impact on the decisions I make in my future?
1: I do. I do. I remember mom took me to the toy store because I wanted to get a video game called Ghostbusters. Oh, okay. Because I had played it at my cousin's house and I thought it was just phenomenal. It was the bomb. It was the bomb. And I was so excited that it was only like 20 bucks because back in the day, like a single Nintendo game was like 60 bucks. Okay. Like 20 bucks. And I go and go to buy it. We bought it. We leave the store and I open it up and it's like, it it wasn't a Nintendo. It was like some other game cartridge. And and I'm like, oh, so we go back and we have that, but it's 60 bucks. And I I had had saved up just about 60 bucks. And my mom, it was like one of my earliest money memories and she allowed me to make the choice and I wanted it so bad, but I was like, you know, I just don't want to spend 60 bucks. And we left the store and she was just like floating with pride. She was like, honey, I think you just made a really good decision. And I, and I realized that like, okay, I was kind of like, I just didn't want to um, take away from my future self, you know, just right. for that. So I, I, so I felt like that was kind of a, a moment where I realized like that there is some, there is some benefit to the saving thing. It's just, just mindful. Yeah. It was just a mindful moment. But I feel like I kind of grew in that moment.
0: And uh, did you ever go back and play Ghostbusters at your your cousin's house? My cousin's friends? house.
1: By the time I went back there there was like some other game, you know, it was like Mortal Kombat by then or something. Right. So, so it's like really, it was probably a good affirmation that I didn't waste my money on Ghostbusters. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Um, what kind of car do you drive today and how did you choose that car?
1: I drive a Toyota cuz my favorite I Ching hexagram is modesty. Okay, it's 20 years old actually. I'm ready for a new one, but it's like I just I, 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 yeah, I, there's something about like understated mm-hmm. for me that just, if I was like blinging, maybe an Acura, but like, yeah, I really just like, it's the best car I've ever had. It's just, I've driven it back and forth across the country so many times. I just like functionality. Did you
0: pay cash? Did you finance it?
1: Uh, it was a very, um i could have paid cash but i didn't want to do a little financing to build up my credit Mm -hmm. because i've always been the kind of guy where if i will never buy something unless i have money even acupuncture Mm -hmm. school which is the better part of 100 grand i saved up for that and as a result my credit is not really as good as as i've developed it to be by by doing some so in other words i i did put a little cash down but i and i paid it off quick for uh the lease that i had or not a lease um i just yeah the however they called it it was yeah i paid it off quickly Okay, so them, that's just nice. to build up some credit.
0: Accelerated.
1: And... Yes. Yeah, I did it fast, but I wanted to, to go through that process to build mm-hmm. up some credit, for lack of a better Have
0: you ever had a large amount of credit card debt? Never.
1: Never. Never.
0: Do you have a credit card?
1: I do have credit cards.
0: Now, are you of the mindset everybody's, you gotta get miles, you get, you get points? No. You
1: get... I only use it for, um, I mean, maybe I should, and I'm, you know, I, but I just, for me, I just use it for easy record keeping of my business. Yeah. You know, but yeah, I don't. I don't do it for any point accruing strategy. All
0: right, what's um, what's the uh, the biggest? Do you remember like the biggest amount of money that you ever got at one time?
1: It was probably the Gap commercials because I did four campaigns, and you got a little bit more than like 10 grand for each one uh-huh. so like when those residuals came in that year they're just like these big checks it's just and it's like and then you get and i see how it happens to a lot of hollywood guys they just like they spend way more money than they think they than they have and right and then you buy a house and car and all of a sudden it's like okay where's the money and so and then i yeah i mean that, that, and then of course everybody like flocks to you and like all of a sudden you have so many friends you sure let me pay for dinner and you know and it's like yeah. i got a nice dose of like kind of what that's like and that's partly why my focus and therefore my energy started gravitating toward modesty i just want a modest lifestyle
0: (laughs) well it's definitely in la it is definitely easier in hollywood and entertainment it's easy to get seduced yes by the good life yeah or the the fun life definitely and I'm, I'm just always amazed of watching that balance because I'll have clients that spend way beyond their means.
1: That's right. I um, bet and you then see. the series
0: gets canceled. Yes. And then they're selling the house. They're selling the, the RV that they way overpaid for. That's right.
1: And um, I try to plan for my future self. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't want your child to inherit that. Right. I think of my future self as that. I'm like, well, you know, so I, I really just try to, yeah, that's why I don't have debt. And I'm, yeah. and I'm fortunate. I'm so grateful. I, I say that with humility that I, some people have to go on it to pay the bills. Right. No, for so, sure. you know, I save and I do my best.
0: If money were no option, what would you different, do differently in your life?
1: I would be what you call – and I wouldn't be like a – I probably wouldn't be like a religious zealot version of this, but I would definitely put some focus into prepping. Mm-hmm. I would have land – that is sustainable mm-hmm. i would have stores of water i would have the, the 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 essentials that we need to live off of i don't mm-hmm. even mean cuz i mentioned earlier like gold and all i no i'm talking about like water basics. food like yeah basics because we're so dependent on on the system that's actually yeah. pretty fragile
0: it's a very, i think it's, it's a very fragile,
1: fragile. Very i mean fragile. one thing happens over here in the whole world you know and so it's so yeah i would i would just want, sustainability i guess is mm-hmm. probably the best way to to respond to that yeah. I want a greenhouse, fresh air and, you know, again, 500 pollutants. It's like, damn, you know, so I'd, yeah, I'd want to just have a sustainable place, maybe off the beaten path and just live mm-hmm. the clean lifestyle.
0: Is it important to own property?
1: Not for the sake of owning property, but for the sake of it being one of the most stable investments that I'm aware of, mm-hmm. I would say Yes. But, it, you know, it's also a big legal thing because a lot of times, fine, you don't own the mineral rights and, you, you know, the bank can always take it. So it's like the idea of even ownership mm-hmm. and, and, and approvably impermanent, you know, Buddhists would say impermanent reality or constantly changing. It's like, well, but, you know, but from the standpoint of the lifestyle I want to lead, yeah, I think you need to have property to to grow food, to have a, you know, a place. Yeah.
0: When... Um... When you go out for dinner
1: with a group of people, <laughs> which I don't do because most pe- most places I'm so strict plant based, yeah.
0: Okay, but let's say that let's they let's say I did. did. Yeah, let's say yeah. you did. Um, how do you split the bill?
1: Um, I usually, I'm usually just I usually just either just do it or you just pay. I just pay for everybody. Yeah. I, I try not to put myself – I'm a pretty generous person mm-hmm. um, and I try not to put myself in positions where I can be taken advantage of mm-hmm. because it will happen right. if I let it. Yeah. So I'm just really mindful of boundaries that way. Mm-hmm. But that aside, I'm just super generous. I don't wait for anybody to pay. You're just – I just do it.
0: But if somebody doesn't let you pay and you have to split the bill, how are you going to work it out?
1: i mean you know i think
0: divided by five do you i think
1: communication is 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 just basically you can never have enough and i don't mean like neurotic like tell me what you're doing because i'm bored i mean just truly how do you feel about this and let's do that right so i'm just like how do you feel about this do you want us to split it and how, how much do you tip and you know just talk to the guy right yeah generally is how i would
0: do you find it's pretty easy to be direct with people when you're talking about money like for yourself, if you're asking a client for money, if you're having a conversation about splitting the bill.
1: Easy, not really. It's not easy. Generally not. It's amazing how people like the gravity that just immediately in the money conversation. I, I am of the opinion this might serve the intentions of this uh, um, interview, which I'm grateful for and thank you for having me. Yeah. I'm, I've come to the opinion and it is just that, that money is the new God. Mm-hmm. There's nothing that we spend more energy focused time in mass on the world doing than making money.
0: Western culture, United States, worldwide, worldwide. that
1: I've seen that I know of, because I mean, I've I've been to Thailand and I've got a LA meaning little Asia. I have a lot of just different friends from different. That's my observation from around the world that that is what we do more than anything else, more than our religion, more than our fitness, more than anything else is what am I going to money, 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 money. That's it. Yeah.
0: That's
1: just my observation. Right.
0: You don't need to be happy. You just have have lots of money.
1: That's it. I see so many people that trade the, everything for money, mm-hmm. their relationships, their health, their happiness, certainly their evolution. I mean, most people don't even know what the hell I mean by that right? because we're so, no, money, that's it. That's been the world that's been put before us that we've agreed to.
0: And what do you think the ultimate like attainment, if we're all focused on money, mm-hmm. what is everybody trying to attain? Like, oh, I got millions yeah. of dollars. What, 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 what is that nugget that everybody's trying to...
1: Certainty, maybe? Um. You know, I mean, I get it. It, it, You know, if you you got to survive before you can thrive. Mm -hmm. But where's the the switch where it's like, all right, I have enough now. You know, people can't turn it off. I've noticed.
0: Yeah, well, I'm wondering as you're talking about that, I'm thinking, or it it seems like that if I have lots and lots of money, I have a false.
1: confidence
0: a false confidence that i can control everything absolutely right that if i have all the money absolutely i can control the golden rule but as we know all the the money in the world yeah
1: you can't buy certain things you know
0: steve jobs all the money in the world that's right that's right couldn't take care of his health that's correct as much as he would have gladly liked it to liked it for sure right and that's
1: why i think it's a misnomer to just that's all that matters and you know yes do that Do that pursuit, but just understand there's an infinity of other things going on. And from the standpoint of like the kind of one of the grandest questions of the the ages, like why were we put here? Mm -hmm. I don't think written in whatever language of the god or not god or whatever that consciousness, even just a higher aspect of ourselves put us here to do just make money. Right. Part of it, sure, but not only. Right. And that's how most people play out that game.
0: Well, I mean, as you were saying that, I was just thinking about it. I mean, we're probably the only species... That focuses on money. <laughs> I mean, yes. you don't see like a, a pack of kangaroos. I yeah. don't know if you even see a pack of kangaroos. But let's you don't see a bunch of kangaroos yeah. or koala bears talking around. Making you know, money. Man, look at the tree I'm living in. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's right. Or uh, yeah. check out this bamboo that I'm, you know,
1: mm-hmm. got my for hands sure. on, You know, Humans are crafty.
0: Yeah. So it's – and everybody else and all the other species survive in the world. That's right. Without a whole lot of money. I mean, I know, like, squirrels, you know, they store their
1: nuts and... Uh... I think in terms of... You still can observe, to a degree anyway, greed in the animal kingdom. Yeah. Like, where you'll see, you know, the alpha kind of, like, killing the other bears, cubs, because it's not my kid or whatever. Right. You know, so maybe you see that. But I also think... I do think part of our, our reason for being here is to evolve past those base emotions. Mm-hmm. So I think with money, again, I don't have a problem with it, but... Um, But the the excess, the greed, basically, it's Mm -hmm. one of the the great poisons of the psychic and overall human realm uh, is is greed, is one of the big, big things to overcome. And I think more than anything, that gets played out in money, the money world. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So if you were talking to a bunch of uh, uh, high school graduates that were just about ready to leave their small towns or their big towns to get to Los Angeles and make it big, because that's the land of opportunity that's what I did yeah what What would you what would you what would you tell yourself like or a young person yeah um or what would you tell yourself that that 18 year old um about making the big move
1: I mean I really just owe so much to um to to like my health Mm -hmm. because I just I took really good care of myself you know getting a bit on time being vegan since 19 doing yoga every day because people Did try to take advantage of me and get me on their casting couch and all this stuff. And I was like, and I just feel like I was centered enough in my well-being that I was like, nothing personal. I just don't think that's going to serve me well here kind of thing. So that 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 internal compass of just my own wellness, basically. Mm -hmm. One word, I would say wellness. I also think, you know, maybe I'm whatever you want to say. I I think family is important and maybe not even necessarily because a lot of people are abused in that sphere. Mm -hmm. I'm aware of a lot. Community, we could say community somebody you can just talk to so much healing comes out of listening mm-hmm. so listening for people and i don't mean sitting here thinking about what you're going to say true presence there's so much mm-hmm. healing in, the, in that so community well-being mm-hmm.
0: and ha- what do you attribute the foundation of being grounded to was that your mom was that just mm-hmm. something that innately you happen to have something that you developed
1: Well, both. I do owe, again, as I mentioned, I mean, I owe my mom so much. Mm -hmm. And and not just her herself, although that would be enough. I feel very strongly that, because she married my stepdad when I was six or seven. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a big reason she selected him was because she knew he would be a good father for me. You know, so I just owe so much, because she was raised by, you know, my grandfather made the money, but, you know, Navy Seal. He was, he was abusive. I mean, he had that drunk yeah. flair. I mean, he was abusive. And she, right. you know, and, and I mean, not to disrespect my line, but like, that's just the reality. And, right. and I feel like she chose a, a man that, I won't say weaker. I will not say that about my stepdad. I'll say somebody that she not even could control, but like she just, you know, wouldn't let control her. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So there was that, I feel like she didn't just let, that kind of crazy alpha energy get out of hand
0: yeah so she's very intentional in yeah
1: very self. yeah that's a good good word so yeah i owe a lot to my mom a lot to, to yeah so much cool yeah she'd made some good choices
0: what do you want your footprint to be your legacy to be uh in this life
1: well um i do a lot of you probably tell already from some of the things I've said around sexuality. I, there's a big wound there that I'm aware of. Um, and, and now you get even, cause even that's kind of loaded. Wow, sex, even just relationships. Let's talk okay. about that. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot that, um, I've learned and that i've kind of refined there's really nothing new in the physical universe but there's Mm -hmm. new integrations and and it's all about translation because i've learned from a lot of masters where their communications just it's it's not that good they don't speak english that well so i would say what i've learned and what i teach is really supportive to relationships because i probably don't have to tell you most of them fail nowadays the vast majority of them hetero whatever you call any any relationships it's like they're almost doomed to fail nowadays we're you know slide right slide right we're just like a replaceable culture and there's some yeah. simple ways to to just connect and, and just slow down yeah just chill slow out down. what you know what are you saying thank you you know i mean yeah yeah so if i'm hearing you um
0: because i know we're getting close to the end okay here, but i'm what i'm really hearing though is um, a, um a, a bit of um it doesn't hurt to be a little bit humble um definitely um which I, I definitely agree with and that um understated isn't so bad yeah like there's there's something it's
1: magnetic yeah because if i'm trying too hard it's like it's repulsive right. but if it, i can just wait and relax and you know it has a magnetism right. didn't mean to interrupt
0: that's all right you can interrupt please it's good and um uh no but uh really not uh wanting to uh mass a mass debt please um really making sure that you're living within your means yeah Um, and, and I know, I don't think you said it directly, but I think some uh, gratitude for the people that have, um, held space for you or your mom Mm -hmm. and, and other people that really have allowed you to actually be the person that you wanted to become and not the person that they were trying to force you.
1: Definitely. I I feel like we're standing on the shoulders of giants in a lot of ways. Yeah. A lot of ways. I, I mean, I could elaborate on that but yeah I'm so grateful for the ancestors for my teachers yeah where can people find you on social media I created an Instagram account called dow arts Okay. So that's a good place. There's a lot of little, just short videos of little quick time massage sequences for relationships and solo practices. Um, LoverSkill.com okay. is uh, there's a lot of free videos of one of the, I'm probably most well known for my relationship massage, like time massage mm-hmm. for relationships. So that's LoverSkill.com. But okay. Tao Arts has all kinds of little free little one-offs.
0: And spell Tao Arts for T- us because thank people you. Yeah, get confused. I forgot that about yes. that. So
1: T A O, Arts A R T S. Dao arts, and you can go right to yeah, a bunch of little little videos there on on Instagram.
0: Oh, that is cool. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you. I want to say to our listeners, please don't forget to share the love. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Search for Money You Should Ask, all one word. Um, you can uh, subscribe to this podcast on Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, or your favorite podcast provider player whatever you want to call it um and i just want to again say thank you to the money nerve which sponsors this podcast and uh, they will be releasing in 2020 april the the new course to financial freedom so excited about that so check it out at themoneynerve.com and um it's been a pleasure
1: thank you so much for having me bob i'm grateful for you